Alright, welcome. What is it? Hump day. Man, I saw that, uh, well, you know, it's really not hump day. It's Thursday. So, uh, again, I, I missed out on Monday. Uh, my bad. Uh, I saw that commercial with that, that bloody camel. Hey, muck, 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 muck. What day is it? What day is it? Hump day. What, what? <laughs> hey, it's Tracy Ace Brinkman. We're coming to you with another episode of Your Success DNA. How's your week going? It's almost over, right? So, you know, really, like I said, it's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. I'd be feeling pretty good, right? Uh, today, we're going to talk about, you know, I was going to talk about upping your game, and this could still be upping your game. I think one of the ways you can really up your game is by being able to communicate better. Uh, communication comes in so many ways, but today, I want to talk to you about, you know, whether it's that cliche 30-second elevator speech that really became popular with personal development seminars and, and, and job hunting seminars back in, oh, what, the 90s, I believe it was, or whether you have to give a presentation in front of 5, 50, 500, or 5,000 people. There are really some ways that you can be a more memorable speaker. I'm not going to try and give you a bunch of ideas how to be a better speaker, but I'm going to give you some tips on how to be a more memorable speaker. I'm going to give you some tips on, on that today. But before we get going down that road, I want to share with you uh, the question of the day. What's the question of the day? Well, today's question is, do you want or need to change? Uh, let, me, let, me, let me correct that. What do you want or need to change? You know, I, I, I really don't care how successful you are, how happy you are, um, how sad you are. There's always something you want or need to change because you want to grow. You want to get even better. Um, I would imagine if um, you sat down and chatted with oh, the richest guy on the planet or the happiest guy on the planet, there's something they want to do better. There's something they want to uh, get better at, something you want to reach out and stretch themselves in, even if it's just like, oh, I don't know, skydiving, which I just did again not, not too long ago. There's always something you want or need to change. Otherwise, you stop growing. And when you stop growing, what happens? Yeah, yeah, you said, go ahead and say it. All right. Um, I'll help you with the easy ones. You start dying. And that's what no one on the earth, I don't think anybody that listens to the kind of show you're listening to right now uh, wants to start dying. You're here uh, for improvement. You're here for a little motivation, a little kick in the rear, so to speak. A little oomph. And with that oomph comes with seven tips of being a more memorable speaker. Um, I started... When uh, Krista was going through um, all her problems, my, my daughter Krista, you hear me talk about her time and time again. I was born with a distended abdomen and, my goodness, had, what, six surgeries by the time she was three, four months old and then was put on the organ donor list. And when that happened, I began, I began going around to the radio stations and television stations and newspapers and Kiwanis clubs and women's work league, anybody that would listen to my message. I, I, I did the church circuit in uh, in Georgia, around the Atlanta area for months, going to different churches and, and, and preaching. Well, I don't say preaching, but churches kind of, that kind of rolled out, right? Uh, and, and sharing the message of, uh, of organ donors uh, or in the issues there that come around with that. So uh, becoming a, a speaker uh, just kind of became natural at that point. It almost became required. I wanted to get the message out. I had I was passionate about the topic. But here was one of the things I learned is 
they had to remember the message. And so here are some of the ideas I've come across over the time I've done uh, public speaking uh, in small and big arenas. I've spoke to as many as 2,500 people at one time. And these tips, uh, these tips, these tips. <laughs> Hey, that's good speeching. Way to go, Tracy. You're the one I want to listen to. Anyway, uh, these tips apply to any size. Again, that, 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 that elevator speech, having to sit down and have a chat with your daughter, your, your son, your spouse, some friends, a, a big club, um, your work, your boss, whoever it may be. So let's get started, right? So seven tips. Uh, first off, and I, I make this one first almost for a very specific reason, be different. You know, memorable speakers really, they're, they're not there to be one of the crowd, which is why they're in front of the crowd talking to them, right? They try to set themselves apart. They want to stand out. And that can come in so many different ways. Uh, it might be something they do, something they say, something they wear, the way they present themselves, or the way they present their material. Um, one of the techniques I, I started to use after a time was uh, magic. I started using uh, magic in my speeches to help drive home a point. One of the, my favorite tricks that always uh, seemed to wow the audience, and I could use it for so many different examples, uh, it was a card trick. Now, I don't want to say, oh, hey, pick a card. But I would start it off with that cliche, hey, pick a card. I'd pull a card out of my pocket or off the podium or from a, from a deck and I'd really fan it out and have someone pick a card. And they would pick the card up, and I would have them pass it around to a couple of different people. I'd throw it to someone and then throw it up back up to me and I would catch it and you know, I didn't have to catch it, it wasn't required. But then I would take the card and I'd be playing with it while I was talking. And depending on the topic of the speech, I would use the card as an example. Maybe if it was edgy, I'd be pointing at the edges or right angles. Or if something was, you have to be flexible. I used to flex the card. It was so many ways I could use the card in the speech. But then I would say things like, I need you to stay with me and I would spin the card and you know at one point I'd hold the card in one hand and then literally I would toss it and the card would flip and, and, and turn and spin right and it would almost float over to my other hand now I have their attention they're like whoa and if you do it fast at first it seems like oh he's really he's one of those card dealer guys right um, but then you do it slow so you can take that and use the example of, hey, some things happen fast, boom, and the card flips over. And then things happen slow and catch it on the other side. So, and then when I really had them hooked, I would take the card and flip it and make it go all the way around me and catch it. And so I would have it in my left hand and flip it so it went around behind me, still flipping and flying, you know, twirling the whole time, and I would catch it in my right hand without even looking back. It just... So little things like that are just different. So if nothing else, if they didn't remember my message, they remembered the card trick. So I would always try to integrate the card trick with the message I was trying to say. And I spent a long time on that, but that's a really big one. Find one hook for your message that you want to, to people to walk away with and say, now, ah, that was cool. And if nothing else, again, they'll remember that hook. And then the next one is be positive. You know... Here's one of the things that just really gets, uh, just chaps my hide, so to speak, is that you you listen to so many things that are negative on the news and on radio and even online that if you remain positive, you're more memorable. Okay, talk about the things that they need to do rather than what not to do. Now, mind you, you can you can use the what not to do is how they got there and what they don't want to do. 
but don't make that the majority of your uh, of your content. Uh, give them the information that they need of what to do and how to guide them out of that rut. Don't spend a whole lot of time on, well, here are here are the 27 reasons why you're in your rut. Oh, and by the way, here are three ways you can get out of it. Really? Seriously? You're killing me. All right? So be positive, right? Maintain positive, but be real. You know, don't say, hey, life's a fluffy cloud and everything's going to be okay and there's always a reason. No, be real, right? They're in a rut. That's why you're talking to them. Here's how you get out. Here's two or three reasons why you got in there. And here are the five ways you can stay out. All right. Now, I want you to be confident. And I'm going to say as an experienced speaker, but as someone who's done a number of speeches, a large number of speeches, I can tell you that even today, it still takes a little bit of confidence to walk from backstage, across the stage, onto the podium, up to the microphone, and start speaking. I And I love to do it. I enjoy feeding off the audience, but I still get those little bit of butterflies, that little bit of, ooh, what if I mess up? Uh, and then as soon as I step on stage, it kind of goes away. I just forget all about it. But I've seen way too many speakers, um, some experienced, some not so experienced, walk up on a stage slowly, maybe their shoulders are a little slumped down, and then they kind of start speaking like a, a shy school kid and in monotone. And here's what I'm going to talk about today. And, and it really... You're losing the audience at that point, right? I didn't want to do it too long because I don't want to lose you. And, and one of the best ways you can build that confidence is practice, practice, practice. And I tell you what, if you're interested in a really solid practice process that I've used uh, over the years, uh, shoot me an email, Tracy at yoursuccessatlast.com, and I'll send it to you. And I tell you what, if I get enough of those emails, I'll go ahead and um, make that one of the episodes. Maybe I'll do that. Uh, but let's see how many emails you get about that. Just shoot me a message or leave a comment on the episode wherever you're listening to this episode. If you downloaded it, then uh, shoot me an email. Tracy at YourSuccessLess.com All right. I'm running out of time. Wow. Spending too much time. Uh, use humor. This is a big one. Um, memorable speakers all right, people will know how to tickle your funny bone. Right, and you've got, and to do that, you're gonna have to know your audience. And sometimes you, if you're in those impromptu speeches, you might not know your audience as well. So you've got to be careful there, because you're gonna to need to know when to tickle their funny bone and when not to. Right? You last thing you need is boom, a joke bomb going off in your face. Because I tell you what, that's not a way to be memorized or be memorable. Memorized. Hey, good speech in again, right? Um, one of the things you want to do is you want to give a call to action. You're gonna give them all this great information. And believe it or not, you are actually going to have to tell them what to do. <laughs> you can't just leave it hanging out there like a dangling participle. Memorable speakers give their audience a call to action. Yeah, I know it seems kind of silly. Hey, here's, you, do, you do this step, then you do that step, then you do that step. And that's how you get out of that rut I was talking about earlier. And if you kind of give them a summary, but you don't say, here's what I want you to do today. When you leave here, do X to get yourself started. If you don't give them that call to action, 90, oh, I'm going to grab a number out of the out of the blue sky. Um, This number here, 95% of them won't do anything. They'll say, hey, what a great bit of information, and I'll try that, and yada, 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 and then they'll don't do anything. I need you to, to challenge your audience to go out to improve their life, to improve their business, to improve their health using the material you just gave them. Right? Okay. Um, and all during this time, you need to engage them. 
average person's mind is going to lose interest after about oh I don't know 10 to 30 seconds uh, we're in a, 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 a multimedia environment and it seems like television has just kind of trained us you if you watch a television show they'll be showing you a scene and then click and they'll show you a different scene and click they're showing you a different scene and you, you could be in the same scene but they're showing it from a different angle and they flip you over here and they're in a different angle and I have you over here, different angle. You need to engage them. Use activities. You like like the magic trick I, I mentioned. That's one way you can engage them and, and be different. Uh, one of the things I've done, uh, I, I've used a, a Superman technique. And um, when I'm usually when I give them speeches on on confidence, um, I make them stand. Actually, do it right now. Even if you're driving, you can do this. Okay, I want you to stand up, and if you're if you're, if you're driving, just sit up tall and proud. Put your shoulders back. And I want you to take your chin and make it so it's even with the horizon, right? Your chin is just parallel with the ground. Now tip it up just a couple of degrees. So you're almost looking down like like you're a snob, right? So you've got your chin up just a little bit. you got your chest puffed out. Your shoulders are back. Now take a deep breath. Now imagine a cape hanging off your shoulders like Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel a little bit of confidence there? Oh, yeah, you do. You've just engaged them. Do things like that. And all the while, I went, oh, God, I'm so out of time. Um, I knew I took on too much. I keep doing that. Uh, one more topic here. Be yourself. Always, always, always be yourself. Be real and be yourself. Watch other speakers, right? Speakers that you enjoy. Get tips and techniques from them, right? Uh, people like Zig Ziglar and, and Brian Tracy and Anthony Robbins. Study them. See how they do it. They're a master at their craft. But don't mimic them. Right? Maybe there's a piece of Zig you take, and a piece of Brian you take, and a piece of Anthony you take, and then you toss in a piece of you, and then a piece more of you, and then more of you. So it's like 70% you, 10% Zig, 10% Brian, 10% Tony. Where people can see where, oh wow, they're like Zig there, and they're like Brian, but then they're really themselves, right? I want you to be yourself, be memorable. So here we are. Be confident, be different, be positive. Make them giggle when it's appropriate, <laughs> right? Engage them with activities and stories. Give them a call to action and always, always, always be yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so over time, but I couldn't cut that one short. There's some great information there, right? If you like getting this kind of information, like I told you, you're going to want to be on my list. So go to the website, yoursuccessatlast.com. Click on that banner up there. This is about the seven critical uh, steps for success and I'll send that to you for free read it enjoy it and what I'm gonna do is gonna put you on my list and then this weekend you're gonna be getting an email about a special offer coming out when this particular show is going to become a premium show only it will be showing up on Mondays for everybody to keep people involved but then Tuesday through Friday it's gonna be premium members only and I want to give you a killer killer deal on the way in and I'm gonna leave you as I always do Think successfully. Take action. Talk to you tomorrow.